All right, all right, all right. We are live. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Knuckles Family and Friend Podcast, where we discuss everything that's going on in pop culture, whether that's anime, superhero stuff, video games. Like I said, everything that's going on in pop culture. And, oh, well, actually, you know what? I forgot to do something right now. Let me change the background. This is not. This is not the right background we're having right now. This. That's not the right background. Like, I. I messed that up. I apologize, everybody. So today, that's like I said, I hope. Fired. I'm taking over. What'd you just say? I said that's it. You're fired. I'm taking over. Okay, I was gonna give a nice introduction to you, but since you want to be like that, <laughs> um, I have a guy that can't, that's too scared to show his face right now. <laughs> Fucking around with you. Um, I got my man. Uh, well, you seen this? Well. You heard his, you see this guy before my past podcast. You heard his voice before my past video game playthroughs, uh, streams where it comes to Mario Kart, um, Gal- Deep Rock Galactic, which you have to play again. We need to play Super Mario 3D World again. That, that we, we need to finish that. We need to find a fourth person. Yeah. But, uh, you've been on, you know, a bunch of my shows right here. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you one of my best friends, my brother, Jesse, who has a, uh, a, a funny icon with Eddie on the first episode of NNA when they were interrogating uh, Johnny. And Jesse has a, a pop. Like, so clearly, if you see the title, we're going to be talking about the latest DC movie, The Batman. But before we get into that uh, review, before we get into that discussion, right? Jesse has, I didn't hear you. I told him to wait for the show. Tell, tell me when the show starts and we'll, uh, we'll discuss it. So Jesse has a. I, I, he says he's got a he's got a, he has a theory that Ed and Eddie predicted tech talk. So I'm curious to hear about this, Jesse. Uh, the episode Fad Freaky, uh, where Ed and Eddie are trying to keep up with all the trends and they're constantly changing throughout the day. Uh, and uh, at one point they they put in the suit that's got like the choo choo train in the mailbox and stuff. Uh, that they're wearing, and then people all look at them like they're weirdos, and then they quick change, and then when they come back, everyone's doing what they were doing. So, I just think the uh, the TikTok dancing and all was predicted by Ed and Eddie of, of all the trends. You got a point there. That's that's a that's, that's funny. First of all, NNA is a fantastic show back in the day of our childhood. It's a point of its time, I think. <laughs> Well, really think about it. A lot of shows were at their time. A lot of shows kind of predicted stuff like this in the mm. future. Like you gotta look back to a lot of our shows and be like, "Wow, they predicted that." Like they predicted that. So yeah, we have a lot. We have a lot of them. So and that's interesting to take, right? That's a very interesting take. They should mm. definitely. They should definitely point that out. Hope, <laughs> yo, Jesse, post that. Be like, yo. I said this shit first, and edit. So the curious, and had to have to reach me out, be like, "Hey, you know what? You were right. So let's work out some type of deal." <laughs> Maybe I'll go viral on Twitter. You will or go Twitter. viral. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna save this. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna post this clip online, and, uh, and then we'll see if anybody can remember this. Well, well, clearly it's online right now, but like just a clip from like what you just said just now. We're just gonna like keep it at that point right there. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. So, this is the take. So, like I said, welcome everybody. Tonight we're gonna be discussing, like I said, the latest DC film, The Batman. And if you guys don't know by now, man, I haven't mentioned it before. Jesse is a big Batman fan. That's arguably his favorite superhero. Is it your favorite superhero, or do you have like Green Lantern or Aquaman up there? Um, 
I'd say Batman had the biggest impact on me and is the reason that I got into comics. Um, I've been more... Of, of the comics that I've been reading right now, I've been more interested in Green Lantern than the other superheroes. Um, and uh, that's mostly because I used to work at a, a comic shop named Cloud City. And uh, I was the head of their comic department. And each each night before I, or each week when we would get a new shipment in, I would uh, stay after we closed and I'd read through um, all the comics that came out that week so that, you know, come the morning, I could better sell them to customers. So I've read a lot of comics, uh, probably way more than your average superhero fan. I'm not going to claim to be an encyclopedia of Batman knowledge, but um, I've just, I've read so much Batman that it's hard for me to, uh, I guess, get excited about Batman comics anymore because I feel like I've just, I've read basically everything. Like, in other words, the story the- just kind of repeat at this point from what I've already read. In other words, Jesse is the encyclopedia of Batman. He knows everything. He's the hot. He's hot shit. So if you have any Batman questions, you go to Jesse. Which, honestly, bro, I, something we need, this this needs to happen. I need to get you and my friend Eric on here because he's a huge comic book fan too. I feel so you and him would get so many funny debates and oh my god like if like he you and eric need to be on here like mm-hmm. like together like that that i look i gotta look forward to that day but it depends like what uh movie we talk about so it'll have to be a dc movie obviously because you're not the biggest marvel fan which we're not gonna get into that so like as i said before we were going to be discussing the latest batman movie that this will contain spoilers so if you have not seen the movie i highly suggest you turn away for this um video right now so you don't be spoiled in that so listen, I got some things to say but I'm sure Jesse has a lot more things like honestly I feel as though I'm just a guest this is probably Jesse's show right here because he he's the, he's 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 Batman he he's the Batman guy so like, I feel as though I'm just you know I'm the Robin right now I'm the sidekick to this show right now so <laughs> which yeah, I do like Robin though by the way I do like Robin but yeah so uh yeah like I said I want you you know to take it away I mean like I said no I don't like I, I don't take well Normally I start off, but like when it's somebody that's more passionate about this than I am, I want to have that person go first. I mean, I should probably start start doing that now. If it's a topic that they're that they're more passionate than me, I'll probably start doing that. So, yeah, Jess, I'm gonna let you, uh, you know, kick things off. I mean, anyway, we start from like every scene. Obviously, we can't do that, but like you're like this. Give us like what your thoughts are about this. Really, like how? You, well, first of all, I guess you know we could go back to your thoughts when you heard about the movie about the cast and so on so like what were your thoughts until the cast until now then your thoughts overall about the movie i guess if i could just preface a few things before i get into my opinion on the movie um to me. so i've been accused of in the past by family members and all being biased when it comes to a lot of batman stuff and uh, <laughs> which i can understand you know and at, at one point in my uh, obsession with Batman. As long as I saw Batman punching bad guys, I was I was satisfied. Um, <laughs> but I I also used to work in an AMC theater, so I've I would um, take Corey and you know maybe a friend from school, and we would go and watch movies from the mo- the you know when they opened up at 8 a.m. until when they closed. We would just watch movies all day. So I've seen quite a lot of movies, and um, 
I guess I've, again, like in the same way that I've read so many comics, I've grown very uh, bitter at Hollywood with, with their movies. And um, I, I'm trying to be as objective as possible with this movie. And I think my opinions on this, I would argue are objective, but uh, you know, just to get it out of the way that some people might accuse me of being biased with my opinions on Batman. Um, so that being said, I think Aro, you probably enjoyed this movie more than I did. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume you probably enjoyed this movie more than I did. Um, I think the uh, the first question most people are gonna ask is like, does it hold up to the Dark Knight trilogy? Uh, where does it lie in terms of quality with Batman movies? Um, and I kind of would say it's complicated. Um, I was really pondering this morning and afternoon on like where I felt it lined up with the Batman movies. And uh, it's it's tough when you look at cinema, like with cinema, you have like the great classics of fantasy. Um, and I would, I would say like Dark Knight, Joker, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, those movies are all up there. That it's almost like to, to make a sequel or like another series like people will unfairly judge it because their expectations on the next movie is that it's going to be as good as the previous. So uh, I don't, I have no interest in watching the Amazon Lord of the Rings show. And it's you know, not anything that I've seen about the show that's been bad. It's just, I hold the Lord, the original Lord of the Rings trilogy in such high regard. I don't think Hollywood would ever or could ever replicate the amount of care and effort that went into that movie. Um, so if you're looking for a movie that is on the quality of Dark Knight or Joker, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, but that being said, there's very few movies I would say are that high of quality as those movies. Well, wait, but wait, wait not to, sorry to interrupt you, but like, so what were your expectations to this movie then? Because for me, like, I didn't have my expectations high. I just wanted to see a good DC movie. Like I wasn't compared. I didn't. Obviously, you're gonna compare it to the other to the other Batman movies. Like it, it's when you would think about it, it's been a minute since we actually got like a, a standalone Batman movie. It's been, um, like I like like ten years, ten years. Well, almost yeah. almost ten years because uh, the Dark Knight Rises came out in December 2012. So like we're getting closer to the, to the ten year anniversary of that. But um. It's been a minute since we've seen a uh, since we've seen a um, a bad movie. So like, what were your expectations? Because like, my like I said, I didn't have huge expectations. I just I was like wondering, okay, good. It, does Fire Passion do a good Batman? The, do the do the do the actors play their characters well? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it gonna be? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I obviously I expected it to be dark, and it was very very dark. Like that's very. It was a very very dark Batman movie. Honestly, probably one of the dark the darkest serial movies that I've seen, but like I said, I didn't have like huge expectations for this movie. I tried to go in with as much of an open mind as I could because I, I knew going into it, it was not going to be as good as Dark Knight. Um, and I heard it had some troubled production. There were rumors with it. I don't know how much of that was true. Um, I, I, I tried to steer away from other people's just so I could form my own opinion for this video. Um, so like I said, I, I tried to go in with as much 
flying flight as possible. And um, I think what it did really well that the other Batman movies didn't do was that it, it really leaned into the film noir kind of detective aspect of Batman. And that's where I thought the movie shined the best. Was with I, I definitely agree to that. I agree to that. And uh, if I would say, like, the biggest plus for me was the, like, aesthetic of Gotham as a whole, which I've never seen anyone, even Chris Nolan, do as well of a job as this movie did of, like, portraying what Gotham is actually like and making it unique, I guess, if that makes sense. Well, I will. I will say that Gotham is. God, it might be have to be have to has to be the worst city ever. Because I don't know of all this shit that goes on in Gotham. Like towards the end of the movie, Catwoman was like, "Why do you still stay here? You know, there's no hope for this city." And it really is. But I mean, I mean, give my, I mean, give Batman kudos. But it's like Gotham is a shitty city, bro. Like it isn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much shit this city can go through. Be like, Batman can be like. No man, fuck this shit. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this city. Y'all, y'all can't be saved. But Gotham is just garbage. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think just the art direction as a whole, like this is a movie in terms of art direction, and I, I don't know if I exactly have the best words to explain it, but that they're they're the way that they used the darkness and the shadows in the movie was really well done that I don't think I've ever seen another movie use shadows in an artistic style as well as this movie has. Well, it's interesting that you said because it was dark. Sorry, I'm, I'm like putting myself in on that there because I'm like, oh, no, blowing my nose. I'm blowing my nose right now. I don't, I don't want people to see so I'm, I'm, tar- I'm sorry, guys. Like, like I either have a code or allergies, but I still, I'm still here, folks. I still love doing this shit for y'all. So like, even if I'm like having allergies or cold, I'm gonna still be here. But to uh, Jesse's point, the movie was like dark the whole like it was the nighttime, like majority of the time. It was only daytime in like some parts, like the funeral and towards the end of the movie. But like majority of the movie was like literally just nighttime, just nighttime. And I think it did it really well that in other movies when it's only really been nighttime, I've kind of gotten sick of it being nighttime. But anytime I felt like the movie went to the day, I was like in my mind saying like oh can we go back to it being night because it looked really cool the way that they did all the shots and how they used the shadows and all that I, I don't think i've even seen like i said i don't think i've seen nolan use it nearly as well with with that kind of art style um no no i, I agree the, um i said it, it wasn't like and honestly speaking of art style, it's like it wasn't like too dark where you couldn't see. Like no, you you could see things fine. Like it was still night because that's what I worry about. Movie it's like if it's just too dark all the time, I'll be able to see the movie clearly. No, you could see the movie like very very well. So I give them a very good job on that. Now I know we're kind of like jumping ahead right now, but I know you said that uh, you like the fact that, you know if we're kind of like we're refreshing. Remember you said you know you like how Bam was like this is probably the most the most detective work I see in the Batman film. If- yeah. And that's what I was really hoping they were going to go, go at in this movie. Cause I didn't feel like even going back to the 89 Batman, like none of them really were detective movies. They were more about action. Those kind of movies. But, but, but think about it though. Yeah. You could say that. Well, 
dang bro i'm not gonna lie i can't remember batman forever i i have to rewatch that film but do you think it's due to the point where now it, it was the villain because with the riddler you really had to think like like do you think it's due to the villain or like just do was it like due to the director because for me i i like yeah i, I agree i like the fact that batman was using his detective skills because we, we rarely see it in his movies but do you think that it's due to the villain that was in the movie where i guess you know where it was the director that want to go that route because i think it was more towards the villain um it was more about their interpretation of the villain and it's not going to be something that's specific only to riddler uh and that there's a lot of other villains they can use that uh lead into the detective aspect of batman um so like it, it was in part the way they interpreted riddler uh and the crimes that riddler was leaving for bat or the the, the um the puzzles that riddler was leaving for batman in the movie, uh, like, in the movie really, star, oh, i'm sorry sorry good job jesse and the movie started off with him with you know do his yeah. first victim because he likes it it was like a bit of a horror movie too like he reminded me of a jigsaw in a way yeah yeah now i guess that uh i honestly was a, a little i'm trying to think how to explain this it's it's not that it was bad of the way that they did like the um, like your comparison of Riddler to Jigsaw. Um, not majority. Not like there was like some things they did. Like at the funeral, I thought that was kind of like was that was a little bit of a Jigsaw thing. Yeah. Um. I. I recently watched um, Hannibal with with my wife. We watched through all three seasons. And uh, I would argue that's one of the best pieces of uh, of film is that that TV series. And I kept in my mind drawing comparisons in terms of tone to that show, um, but in a PG thirteen setting. Which part of what makes the Hannibal show so good is the fact that it's they can like really lead lean into the the body horror aspect. Uh, that because the Batman is rated PG-13, there's a lot of, I don't know if I want to say like censorship, but you don't see, you know, the Riddler torturing a man or, you know, hypothetically gouging his eyeball. Like, that's not something you see that no. you would see if you were watching Hannibal. Uh, so I was a little, like I said, I understand I would have oh, that they were going for PG thirteen, not R rated. So, like, if if someone was wanting to consider in terms of like tone, it's much more comparable to like a PG thirteen version of Hannibal. So, I think might be the best way to explain. <laughs> uh, I think Hannibal is the better piece of film, but um, just to give people like kind of a, a comparison in terms of. Uh, the way that the, the plot is, is kind of set up. Um, yeah. Well, so did you not like, so like I said, I haven't seen Hannibal, so I can't really, I can't really say that I know what you're talking about, but uh, would you, sweet, sweet, are you, not, are you saying that you don't like this Riddler 
Elevis style or whatever, or um, I think it would. We'd have to go into the next step. That I don't know if, if you had thoughts you wanted to say about the what we had already talked out about before I go into my my issues with the movie. Uh, not to like jump around on topics. So yeah, no. I guess, was there something you wanted to say then about like any? I, you know, we kind of talked about the tone. Um, I like the tone of the movie. Um, at times, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. At times, I'm like, it, with the Riddler, is this really, really the Riddler? Like I said, you know this about this more than me, but it's like, like I said, the whole horror movie aspect of it. I'm just like, I mean, is this really him? I mean, like, it's a pretty, like I said, a pretty dark, twisted Riddler. But I will say this, like, I like how this Batman film, you know. <laughs> kind of like relates to today's world you know like crooked politicians because i mean like let's be real mm-hmm. like we have crooked cop politicians like and if you and if you if you just disagree with me on that you know i don't know what to tell you but i mean it's like and this is what i like with films too like if you kind of like if you understand what the villain is doing in a way you're like yeah that i think that's always a good thing because I think in, in the past, like, okay, this villain's crazy, yada, 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 which the Riddler is crazy. Don't get it twisted. The Riddler is crazy, but it's like you understand what he was doing. Like, now he's doing things the right way? Absolutely not. But, you know, like, you can't help but say, hey, you know, he has a point. That's why, you know, uh, Kevin says these pivot white, white mother politicians, and then, you know, these guys had it coming. And they did. Like, these politicians, you know, had it coming. Like, why have gone that way? I don't know. But honestly, one part of it that did really bother me was um, how that one politician dude leaves the club. It's like, bro, you were out drinking. You're just gonna go out there into your car and just drive? You're not just gonna like hurt somebody right there. Like, I, I, I know that's a, like a small little thing. And I mean, obviously, the regular like, killed him. Well, he knocked him out, but it's like, you were really about to go into your car after drinking i guess he knew that hey you know what if i get to an accident i got so much power i won't be in jail so i mean that part like you know slightly like pissed me off but i mean um back to the movie um i said there's a lot to say um okay how about this explain to me your negatives of the film like what like let's get the negatives out first and then we lead it to the positives i guess and in a way i guess okay like once again i'm jumping ahead so you being the Batman fan, Batman fan that you are, your take on Robert Patterson's job as the Bat, as the Batman. And now remember, he was it was his it was two he was Batman for two years, right? He was Batman for two years. So like this was this was definitely the most youngest Batman we have seen. Yes, but what was your take on Robert Patterson's job as 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 the Batman? I'll let you go, and I'll, and I'll go. Um. So my issues with Robert Pattinson's Batman extends to my issues in a broader sense to what I think the film did wrong. Um, so I think I think some of I think the writing was lacking with with this film, um, and it might be me unjustly holding it to the standard set by Dark Knight and the Joker um, that I felt like there wasn't any like truly iconic lines that Joker and the Dark Knight both had um, you know uh, some men want to watch the world burn uh, you either uh, die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain like those are like 
really iconic lines from those movies. And I didn't feel like this movie had anything even remotely close to that. Um, and so I think in terms of acting chops, uh, I def- I know Robert Pattinson has the, like, the, the skill to to play this role very well. And I think he did the best with what he had. But I didn't feel like the script was... I don't. I wonder. Like, part of me is wondering if it's because of the pandemic that's been going on. But it almost felt like the script seemed kind of rushed, and that there really wasn't any emotional weight in the word choices uh, in the writing. Um, so you think it's more of a writing, which was he? He was because he was. It was due to the writing where he wasn't a, a decent Batman. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, he wasn't a bad Batman. Um, he, um, I just think they could have leaned into his skills a little better, uh, in, in, in terms of what he could do as an actor in order to really let him shine. Um, skills in what way? Like explain that to me. Um, one of the things that I really like about the Nolan trilogy that I think uh, it did better than the other Batman movies was I think it, it portrayed Bruce Wayne and Batman as two separate characters really well. Um, so like if you look at Batman Begins uh, when he is having, I, I don't remember the exact context but he's having the party at Wayne Manor and he knows Ra's al Ghul's there and they're going to start a fight so he's got to think of some reason to uh, kick all his guests out. So he acts all drunk and gets them to leave. Um, so like the writing from that, I think, uh, did a good job of showing like the, the diversity of Bruce Wayne's character. And like, there's a lot, there's, I think a line from the Riddler that was saying like, Batman is the true face of Bruce Wayne. Um, that I think they could have leaned more into that theme in this movie of what's the face that Bruce Wayne puts on for, for the populace and what's the true face that Bruce Wayne has in Batman. Well, he was, he was barely Bruce Wayne in this film. Yeah. Yeah. And he was barely Bruce Wayne. Like he was like Bruce Wayne at the beginning and really at the funeral. So it's like his attitude was still the same because to your point, I was like, I had to interrupt you, but it's like when he's Bruce Wayne, he's like, you know, this happy, loving, you know, cocky dude or whatever like that. But we didn't get that. He just seemed, you know, like emo at times. Like, hell, he was he was he was kind of a dick to Alfred. It's like, God dang, man. Alfred, you're not my father. I'm like, God dang, man. You're still have a good relation with Alfred. But I mean, Grant, I mean, you're the Batman guy, so you you, you tell me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think some of the Again, it kind of comes down to those iconic lines that they could have, like, if the writing was better, they could have come up with some stuff to give more weight to the drama of the movie. Um, and, I, like, I I don't think Zoe Kravitz was bad as Catwoman. I thought she was fine, but when we're, like, holding Batman to the standard of past Batman movies just being fine, I don't think is good enough. Um, 
And I don't think it's anything she did wrong. I just, I don't think the, the writing was there to give her the opportunity to get emotional and to, like, really give weight to. Well, it's, my bad. To give weight to the drama that was going on. Um, I think the, the, like, background cast, I don't think that they were good actors. And a lot of their lines came off very stale. So like we're talking, like, talking about the penguin and Will Ferrell. Uh, penguin was good. Um, I'm I'm talking more about like the random police officers that Batman or Jim Gordon were like speaking with. Uh, um, okay. So they just felt very inexperienced in their acting. So it almost like sucked me out of the movie. You know when I would have when when Robert Pattinson would talk and he'd be able to deliver his lines good and then uh just random dcpd officer comes in and is not a very good actor well um, they had well, I, I like isn't i think you're, what you're saying is like good actors bad script which kind of almost to me yeah i, I don't yeah. think and i i say i still stand by this to this day i feel as though ben affleck could have been a good batman but he just had a bad script good actor bad script so i feel as though i mean you might feel differently about this but like I feel as though if Ben Affleck had a different, you know, writer, different director, they had it would have been better for him because I just I thought he did a good Batman, but like he had to deal deal with a bad script, and I feel as though bad scripts can ruin an actor. Yeah, and it don't get me wrong, like I don't think the script was bad; it was just fine, and it could have been better. That's that's not a good thing that it's just fine. Um. Especially when we're talking about Batman movies. Yeah. Um, I almost would have rather Catwoman not be in the movie. And I, I know how much you like Catwoman, so I, you can... you can. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. This is just my, my personal opinion. I almost would have rather Catwoman not be in the movie. And then they would have focused more on uh, Bruce Wayne as a character instead of instead of having Catwoman in it, to, like, really show off what Robert Pattinson can do. Um, yeah, that, that's me, right? You're naming a pretty death note right now. That's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. How dare you? So, I, I know how much you like Catwoman. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. I, I hate you. You're okay, you. so... <laughs> I, I, I understand. Catwoman has a... Is very popular. Personally, me, I don't care about Catwoman. Uh, and that's just me. Um, so, like, I understand she's got fans. I, I never cared about Catwoman in the comics. I've always not really cared about the romance between her and Bruce Wayne. But I'm not really big in romance in general. Um, so have, just, you, have I, you no heart? Have you no heart? <laughs> I never, I don't know, I guess now that I'm married and, you know... Sarah, you hear that? You hear that, Sarah? She's not here right now. Now that I'm married, I, I see how fake it all is in Hollywood. 
and how unrealistic it is. But anyway, back to my point. I almost would have rather them not had Catwoman in and instead had like shown off Bruce's other alter egos in terms of detective work. Um, so like even in the though comic- even though she had a more personal grudge than uh than Bruce Wayne Bat slash Batman. See that like I didn't the guy they had play Falcone, I don't I thought he was not a good actor and he didn't sell an intimidating mobster boss. Uh so I understand like yeah, Catwoman had the like con- like the emotional connection to Falcone. Um but I don't know, I just I didn't care about it. I didn't think the writing was good enough to really make me care. Um, but as I was saying, I almost would have rather uh, they got rid of Catwoman and then had Max's Malone, who's one of Bruce's alter egos, and used him to infiltrate the Iceberg Lounge. Um, Explain that to you that I don't know, that I don't know him. Explain that to you that I don't know. Uh, him. It's just it's one of Bruce Wayne's um, identities he goes by in order to infiltrate the Gotham Underground. Um, so nobody knows that it's Batman or it's Bruce Wayne. Um, like he's convinced the bad guys that you know it's it's uh, uh, that he's just another gangster. Um, but I almost would have rather him assume that identity to give more of an intense um, uh, interaction when they're trying to infiltrate the Iceberg Lounge. Like, when she was going into the Iceberg Lounge, I didn't really feel any threat to her because, like, she was supposed to be there. But, you know, if it was just Batman there, undercover as matches Malone, I think would have ended up being a little bit more dramatic because... You know, is he going to get caught or not? I guess if that makes sense. Well, he did. Um, well, he kind of did go to ask Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I just, I, I would have rather have then given Robert Pattinson the opportunity to show like how much he can do as an actor, and like to to show more of the Bruce Wayne side of the character to give more yeah. emotional weight to the plot. Like it just it felt like it was it was another Batman movie in terms of like how Batman was portrayed. I don't know if I'm, if I see what you're saying. Well, for, first of all, I like the fact that you know he didn't um he didn't um I kind of like that he had to change his voice. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I like the voice cuz the, the whole voicing was starting to get overplayed to me right now, so I'm kind of glad it went that direction, but I respect your opinion about Catwoman, you know? I mean, that does hurt me. Congratulations! Oh, 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 oh my god. Guy Gardner, and I know a lot of people don't. Uh, The Green Lantern Guy Gardner. Um, So, like, if if Guy Gardner showed up, I would be so excited if Guy Gardner was in the DC Expanded (laughs) Universe. But... I'm probably like one of the only people that would actually care. <laughs> so like you would be saying the same thing to me if it was Guy Gardner and you know I'd understand if if someone was to not like Guy Gardner in a movie. Yeah. You know, we all we all have our favorite superheroes. Um no, no, I, no, I, I, no, I get it. Um 
yeah, look, I, I see where I see where you're coming from. Uh, she was, you know, she was just there, you know. I, I like, I get what you're saying. It still hurts me, but I thought Zerkar did a fantastic job as Catwoman. Honestly, at times she felt more interested in Batman due to her personal grudge with the with the guy. But for the flip side to that, though, like I said once again. I know we're jumping at, we're jumping ahead. Now, okay, first of all, how do you feel about the chemistry between Batman and Jim Gordon? Because I really liked it. I really liked that, you know, Jim Gordon, you know, he can't trust anybody, but you know what? I'm going to trust this guy who I barely know who's been doing this for like two years, who the whole city hates, but he seems to be on to something. And that's why I've always respected Jim Gordon so much because he knows that Batman's here for them. Like, a lot of people don't like fuck with Batman, but like, Jim Gordon does. And like I said, I love the partnership that the, that, that the two guys had. Okay, so my my question to you: Do you like the partnership between Jim Gordon and Batman, or do you like the, the partnership between a uh, Batman and Catwoman in this film? Um, of the interpersonal relationships in this movie, I thought uh, Gordon and Batman's were the best. Um, and that's just like me personally. I'm not a huge Catwoman fan. I don't really care about like the romance or the femme fatale. Um, but like, I've always really enjoyed Gordon's character. Um, and I thought like when, when the, when Jim Gordon and Batman were talking to each other, that's when like the script really, uh, really shined. Um, all, all considering all other things. Um, and I didn't really get that from Catwoman and Batman. Uh, even even Alfred and Batman, I felt like they kind of wasted Alfred. Like I didn't. Alfred feel like was he... like Alfred was barely in the film. I thought he died with that with that package. I I was disappointed in Alfred. Here's the thing, not him, not the actor, but like, once again, to your point, the script. Yeah, and there wasn't any like really good dad of advice that Alfred gives to to Batman that he did in the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, like I didn't, I didn't really get that, like the father figure from Alfred, or how much sass that Alfred has, oftentimes in the comics. Shit, um, but the way the way how Bruce treats him in this film, why the fuck would he? <laughs> You're not my father. It's like, god dang, Thor. It's like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, and. <clears throat> It's it's a Batman who is learning, I guess. You know, we're talking. This is Batman who's who's still young and is new to being Batman. So, you know that that's one of the lessons that he learned was that how important Alf, Alfred was to him. But um, you know, his his growth development in the movie. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I think if they which is again I, I know I know you're upset by me insulting Catwoman but I feel like if they would have removed her character and then given more time to develop the relationships between Alfred Jim Gordon and just like Bruce Wayne as a separate character from Batman I personally think that would have been the better decision um, but I can understand how someone would would disagree with me. 
So I mean, after after this podcast, we're gonna stop being friends for me about a couple months <laughs> right now. So I just want to point that out. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I insulted your wife. So so let let's continue on before I get even more angry right now. Before I might have to like drive drive over there and whoop your ass. Uh, what were some other things in the movie that I said? I know we're like I said we're jumping around right now. Okay, so I know you like the penguin, which was he, he he was a psycho. He 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 really wasn't in the film all that much, but like I mean Will Ferrell though, you wouldn't even say that's even him looking at the penguin. Like wait, like, wait, wait. Will Ferrell. Oh no, we're, we're, the guy no, L. No, 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 why I say Will Ferrell right there? Uh wow, wow, I'm an I'm fucking idiot right I, was, I wasn't really paying that much attention to the Yeah, I best yeah, I messed that up. Yeah, I messed that up. Yeah, yeah, up. Uh was it Colin Farrell? What was his name again? Oh, Colin. Yeah, it probably was Colin Farrell. I mean, yeah, Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. If you want to take yeah. a look, but, yeah. Um, let, me, let me let me let you know right now. Yeah, I think I think um, the movie did a really good job of doing like a street level. Yeah, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Um, in that, like, he didn't really do. Oftentimes, what like they what in in like Justice League, how they have to interpret Batman, is that he. You know, always has the contingency plan where almost like they kind of power up Batman to make him be able to fight alongside the other superheroes. And he didn't really do any like superhuman feats or anything. It just the skills that he showed obviously were Batman skills like above the average human. But I think they did a good job of keeping Batman grounded in reality. Oh, yeah. Uh, without making it, like... He see, he didn't seem invincible in this film. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, when he, he, when he was in the club, like, when he was and, in the club fighting, he was getting hit. Like, normally, yeah. like, you know, when he fights motherfucker, he's, like, like not even in such hell. Even the beginning of the movie, he was getting hit. Yeah. He was getting hit. Like, he wasn't super... He wasn't Superman. He was not... Uh, Unsolved force. No, he was human. Now, Grant, maybe if I, maybe it's the fact that you know he's still an early Batman, but still though, I like the fact that he looked human. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think I think his uh, Colin Farrell's portrayal of Penguin like did a really good job with that, uh, with accenting this interpretation of Batman. You know, if you look at um, uh, Batman Returns. Where where uh, Danny DeVito was Penguin, like it's just a, it's a weird movie, and uh, <laughs> this interpretation of Penguin's much more grounded in in reality and like the was, film noir kind of detective. He was more stuff. fearful in this because he had the crew, he had the club. Whereas I mean, don't be wrong, like I love Batman Returns because that's what got me to becoming a Catwoman fan in the first place. But that Penguin was like very like you know, I mean, you can make fun of this guy easily. Like I couldn't take him. Seriously, but this one though, okay, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't say that, but like, we see him, it's like you know, he he doesn't brand you or anything like that. Because remember, he tried to manip manipulate the people, whereas this one, you know, not the fuck a pen because you know he's got connections and everything. Yeah, yeah, uh, I guess just like the way that the costuming is done and like. Of Batman Returns, it's just very over the top, and that's just the the style of Tim Burton movies. You know, this one's much more grounded in reality. Uh, not trying to insult 
Tim Burton movies or anything, but that's just... Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I see a point with that. I see a point with that. So what are some other films in the parts of this movie that we might have... That we, that we touched base? Okay, I guess the Riddler's plan, because his, his first part was to, you know expose what was what was it what was what was the saying like matt what was it matt like what was it called what was this scene the saying uh the like re rebuilding is a lie or something something about that but like you mm-hmm. know exposed to the politics but then his shoe play was you know like the flood gotham and stuff like that and i'm like yo he got he got batman good with that like when well first of all well the one part where the riddle was like I am an orphan. To me, I'm thinking like, yo, is he referring to Bruce Wayne? Because it, it kind of makes sense. But then, you know, fast forward, yeah, Bruce Wayne was the target. I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. Now, what were your, okay, once again, jumping around. What were your thoughts on, you know, Bruce's, you know, his parents, you know, like the, like, you know, how his parents were, you know, were, were revealed to be like, you know, not the best people. I personally don't like when writers portray the weeds as bad people. And it's just a pet peeve that I have with, with in comics. Um, I'm sure there's fans that like it, but it just, I don't know. It just whenever I've read Batman comics, like Batman has always held his dad in such high regard. Yeah. It, just feels, it just feels wrong. Like, that they're trying to destroy the Wayne legacy. I so, I didn't really like that. Um, now, granted, they kind of went back at, you know, it was a mistake that he made that caused this to happen. So they kind of like backtracked a little bit um, to, to, you know, keep the Wayne legacy going. Um but I, I personally was not that was not a fan of it. Um, no, no, bro, no. I will agree with you because I understand you want to make things everybody just feel as though that's something that you can't change. Because it's like, what was the point of him being Batman in the first place? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like if they made Uncle Ben to be like an abusive, you know. Uh, abusive husband it just feels wrong to me not not that they ever did but it just it, it, like that's the way that I kind of see it like Thomas Wayne's supposed to be someone that inspires Batman to be better not for Batman to be ashamed of yeah like um, yeah no I agree like that, that I, f- I feel as though that was like a slap in the face like a slap in the face because like I said it defeats the person of him being Batman like that part I will definitely agree with you on definitely definitely agree with you on like th- like I mean if it's okay yeah look, looking back at it, if it was one negative film part I had was probably the biggest one it's the portrayal of his parents like that was just extremely fucked up to do it like I know it's a big word to say fucked up but like that's just messed up right there it really is so it's like, like I said what was the point of him being Batman then what was the point of him? Crime took his family. And now I just feel as though it's like, like you said, bad writing, bad, like, sc- script. Yeah. On that. So, 
that part was really messed up. But despite all that, you know, how how you th- how you think how do you how would, what were your thoughts on you know the flooding that you know that happened? Because in a way, the Riddler's plan like pretty kind of worked. He <laughs> was he was kind of successful at the end of the movie with his plan. <laughs> yeah, um, it 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 was. I think they were trying to lead into um, uh, what is it called? Uh, no Man's Land, which is a, a Batman comic. Um, I guess it was like kind of a crossover event uh, with the other Batman characters, uh, you know, Nightwing and all. Um, but in it, uh, Gotham gets hit by a, a massive earthquake that like destroys all the infrastructure. And instead of the government going and helping Gotham, they just decide to No Man's Land. And... Uh, like don't help them at all so uh gotham has to rebuild and all and then the villains kind of take over um and i i think that was what they were trying to go at and i think it's an interesting take where the riddler almost kind of won at the end uh in causing this mass chaos um but i don't i don't know what they're gonna do do with it like it could just be uh a once off when the next batman movie starts uh oh yeah we rebuilt kind of thing um where they just forget this plot device ever happened um do you think there's any point in doing a second one i'd like to see more um well, well, well money talks money talks yeah, yeah. And but I kind of wanted to hear, but here's my thing, not to cut you off once again, I'm sorry. I want it to be a standalone thing. I don't want, to, I'm not a whole huge crossover guy now, but it's like when it comes to DC, I feel like when it comes to DC, they try to do too much with the crossover. So, like, I would kind of would like, you know, to have Batman just be him. I mean, I mean, if you do a crossover eventually, that's cool and all, but I feel as though, like, they might have to just stick with the whole standalone movies and not have to be at this huge DC crossover universe. Yeah, um, I agree with that 100%. And personally, me as a comic book reader, I I can't stand these crossover events. Um, Because I I feel like too often I'll be really enjoying a story arc. And then, like this happened, I think it was with Rebirth. I was really enjoying the Nightwing comic. And then they halted for like two or three issues the Nightwing comic to do this Monster Man crossover event with the other Batman books, and it just wasn't good. And then, like, it just killed all uh, all traction. Like, it just killed the entire my entire will to keep reading that comic. Sure. Uh, Damn. And that's tough for you to do. About Justice, like, the Justice League comics, they never really interested me. Outside of like reading it here and there, I I would much rather my heroes just be heroes in their own kind of universes, rather than constantly like relying on these crossover events. Um, and I just it just feels like a cash <laughs> grab to me, if I'm being honest. Well, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie though. I see what you're saying, but the cross. Well, I'll say this. With the crossover films and in the in the, in the uh, 
in the uh, Marvel Universe right now with Spider-Man No Way Home, I will I can gladly say that Doctor Strange did not like make did not like uh take the shot away. It was mainly a Spider-Man movie. Like it was mainly a Spider-Man. Like he didn't steal he didn't steal the show. So like it it has to be done right right now. Plus you know. Marvel is in the multiverse right now, so honestly, it's working for them. I think they know how to do it right. Whereas DC, I, I'm just like, just, justly, I'm just like, okay, that didn't work out. Batman vs Superman, that didn't work. Well, well, okay, correction. The Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League was good. It was very long, but it, that 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 was good. That it should have been done by that way. But like, but I can I can also see your point with that too. But like I said, I just feel still Batman for right now. Just needs to be a standalone thing as of right now. Now, if for years coming, if you want to do a Batman for Superman again, whatever, what fine. But like, you just gotta have a better director. Like I said, things can't be done. You just need to find the right director and the right script. Like things can't be done. But like I said, it, it comes. It, it's hard to find a good director. Well, correction, it should not be hard to find the right director. But like, I, I guess it's hard to write a, a, a good script. Like I don't know. But um. Well, it depends how much money the movie makes. It right now, the, the movie's doing well. Like it's good. Like I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I enjoyed the film. You know, like I didn't love it, but I definitely enjoyed it. Like um, if you if you want to see a good Batman movie, like I rec- I would recommend this movie. Like, am I saying it's the best Batman film? No. Like, <sighs> if you enjoy Batman, uh, if you enjoy detective movies kind of like crime thrillers you'll enjoy this movie um if you're not really crazy about batman but like you like dark knight you probably won't enjoy this movie it's not gonna have the the like mass broad appeal that dark knight and joker had but it's it's an entertaining popcorn film um it's got some really cool action pieces um it's got really cool art direction um but it's lacking that kind of heart and character that um, uh, the Dark Knight and the Joker had. Uh, I think mainly with the script. I don't think he was ever going to get that though. I now, now I feel as though the being like that I feels that's huge expectations right there. Yeah, that yeah. that I can't that I, I I can't do. Like I I would never. I just feel as though like Batman. Bat Dark Knight, that was just that that series, that was a legacy series right there. I feel as though that will never be touched ever. So that's why I was not having huge expectations. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna front too. Like I said, once I liked the Riddler, I didn't see, you know, the chemistry between Batman and the Riddler. I, I did not see. I mean, yeah, the conversation at, at the uh, police station was pretty cool, but like I didn't see, like, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not comparing it to Batman Joker, but, like, I just didn't see it, if you follow my drift. Yeah, it, it was lacking a good, like, not that it was bad, it was lacking the master script that previous Batman movies had. Um, and I definitely they could have fleshed out Riddler, they could have fleshed out Bruce Wayne a little bit more. And that's why I was thinking maybe just to get rid of Catwoman, but um, I just think it might have, if they would have focused more in 
and like honed honed in on on the Riddler, on Jim Gordon. I think it I think it would have ended up being a much better movie. It, it could have not that it was bad, but it just could have been a lot better. Well, maybe this is okay. So, so do you think we talked much? Much okay. So before I can move on, do you think we talked something? We talked enough about the movie. We can move on to you know the future of the Batman series. Or do you think? Do you think we missed? We might have missed a couple of parts here or there. Yeah, I, I think we got. We pretty much covered the the movie. Okay, so then maybe. So I guess it goes to the other question. You know, what does this say about you know the future of Batman movies? I feel as though this. To your point, what you said earlier, due to the pandemic, I know that caused some heck of yeah. right there. Um, that was is, actually, this... if I could just say one one last thing before we go about the future, I think that might have been where uh, the script, why the script was lacking. Um, it had some like really cool lines when when Bruce Wayne is kind of or Batman's doing um, like narrating the state of Gotham in the beginning. I like that. I like that. That Batman's was narrating. Really... That was very interesting. That was great. Um, and it had some like really epic fight scenes with the Batmobile. And then the last one when he's kind of, I guess, in the hallway beating up the bad guys. And Dude, it's that, dark. that was, that, not to cut you off once again, that was a pretty cool, that was a, that was a really good scene with the, with the, in the Batmobile, the, the driving scene, the chasing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So, like, I could see there was a lot of heart put into those scenes. Um, that I think it was lacking in other aspects that I wish it was all on that level of quality. And I think it might've been because of COVID. Cause I hear, I heard that it had a bit of a troubled production. Yeah. Um, also, I, I, I was hearing rumors that Robert Pattinson was not eating right or whatever like that. I heard he was giving, that he was having some, doing, having some issues with the, with the uh, directors. I could be wrong. I had to look, look more into that, but the, the rumor was that he was refusing to bulk up and yeah. he didn't look like he wasn't bulked um but they never showed him like shirtless or anything for you to actually see like how muscular he was yeah uh so that might have been how they kind of worked around it now that's that was all a rumor but um as far as the future of this franchise it has me really hopeful like like I said, it had some really good scenes. It had a really awesome art direction that I think should be studied in school. Like this, I think is a good example of Ooh. what film noir can be. Uh, and you know, we really haven't seen a whole lot of film noir movies, um, but I just the art direction of it was just so well done. And like, like I said, I stand by that. That I think this is a movie that. Kenan should be studied in, in for this film noir style and genre. Um, but I just think it, it could it, it it needs some work with the script and it needs to have uh, more better chemistry and just it, I guess more heart behind it. I think well it's a startup though like it was a first this is the first one I hope like a first one you know perhaps maybe a trilogy so as I feel as though they're just was it the pandemic, and I feel as though they're learning. Like I, I feel as though they can become better. The, the script, the script can become better. Uh, obviously, you keep you know the the same actors. Now we did see at the end, you know, I was what I mean, it was whatever. We see 
the Riddler talking to somebody. I thought he was talking to himself for a second, but he was actually talking to Joker. Now we're gonna get into another another new Joker. That remains to be seen. But I mean, if you if you were to get, make another Batman movie, like who would you want to see as the villain? Because I mean, I mean, and I hate to say this, I feel so we see enough Jokers. So yeah. I feel as though like what I feel as though it needs to be a different villain, in my honest opinion. That's something that Sarah mentioned is, is she wants to see she doesn't want any more Joker. Like the Joker movie was fantastic. Um yeah. but like we've just seen so much Joker. He's always in the comic books, he's always in uh you know, he's always in the spotlight that I, I wanna see someone else get a turn. And, um, we, and we and we know and we know how popular Joker is. We we understand that, but yeah. We want to see diff- somebody different. What's that one guy's name? Forgot his name. Well, um, he, he, he forgot his name, but he's a very popular uh, legacy. Well, as you know, we know we already see him in the film already. It, um, forgot his name again, but he, he was in the ba- Batman Begins. We already see, I forgot his name again. Scarecrow? Not Scarecrow. The other guy. Razor Bull? Yeah, yeah. We've seen him already. Uh, I was going to say him, but we've already seen him before. Uh, you seen Scarecrow already? Well, I said who would who would be a a, a good villain that you, that you put in the next Batman? Movie? I'm trying to think, man. Clayface. So, um. Well, you can even come good later. On. There was some reference to a few villains. Um, Hush was one that was referenced in the movie, um, which I think I I don't. They could be going the direction of bringing Hush in. Uh, I don't know if that would be a good decision because I feel like it might end up just being the same plot with the Riddler. Um, but I don't know. Um, they referenced Hush at the end. Batman did take Venom. Um, I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I, yo. Good, good thing you mentioned. I was like, yo, who just took the Venom right now? Yeah, and so in the comic books, he actually take like Venom was introduced before Bane was, um, and like in the comic books, it's Batman Venom is the comic book where Batman gets addicted to Venom and then, like, his uh, he kind of becomes compromised from it um, and has to like detox and all. But um, so they did make reference to Venom. Um, now, I did hear rumors that, I guess, people asked Robert Pattinson if he thinks the Court of Owls would fit. Uh, and I think they would be a really good choice, uh, which I highly recommend that comic book. It's my favorite Batman book. Um, if, they, if you did that, you think they had to get, you know, the rest of the Bat crew? Uh, Court of Owls? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that- I mean, they can introduce more members of the Batman family. I would like them to introduce more of the lesser known ones. Uh, my own personal bias. Uh, I mean, I named my daughter Harper based on uh, taken from the name Harper Rowe, who's introduced in Court of Owls. Uh, Blue Bird is her sidekick name. But um, so I, I'd like to see some of the more minor characters uh, introduced. I think the Court of Owls would fit really well in the film noir genre. It's funny. It's funny you brought up, you know, your daughter. Well, you know, and ladies and gentlemen, Jason is about to soon have another kid in April. Due in April, correct? Uh, yeah, April eighteenth. Yeah, so we got um about six weeks left. 
we are not naming this one after a Batman character. Uh, My deal with Sarah was that I got to name the first one. She gets to name the second one. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> so no, no Batman characters. But, no um, Batman characters. All right, we see it. Because in that, in that case, we definitely got to get you back on the show there. Because by the time you have two kids, it's, it's going to be a wrap for you. No free time. Yeah. It is what no, it is. No free time. You'll be screwed. But anyways, back to back to our discussion right there. Shit. What, what were we all talking about again? All uh, right. Villains in the next movie. Villains. So I, okay. I think so, you have to look at villains that would fit in the crime noir genre, not necessarily the action. So, like, I don't think Bane would fit because Bane's not a crime noir character. Well, um, here, like, I want more ground, like, grounded in reality kind of villains for this franchise, for this this interpretation of the franchise. So, I think the Court of Owls would fit really well. You know, he's like, I'm not suggesting that they should, but here's what I've noticed with the Batman villains now is that. Most Batman's from the early Batman movies were reintroduced. So the reason why I say it is because we saw Joker come back, we saw Penguin come back, we saw Cameron come back, we saw Two Face come back, we see the Riddler come back, and you're probably following, you're probably following where I'm going with this. Wives did it bring back uh, Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy? Because <laughs> they brought back Bane back too. Which wait, wait, first of all, let's get that way. Batman is and Robin. That have been one of the worst superheroes I've ever seen. Like it's it's trash. Like it, George Clooney, great actor, but the worst Batman I have ever seen. I can't tell at the nipples. The nipples. Here, I have a controversial opinion. I love that movie because it's so bad. I will oh, never yeah. not take the opportunity to watch that movie. I just I I die laughing. I think it's because first of all, you know what movie I, I love? I love Jason X because that movie is god awful, god freaking funny. It is hilarious. That's I I say we're coming with that, but like if you think about it though, a lot of these Batman villains from the early movies were brought back on the on the big screen. And here, here's my thing though. With Doc, is it Mr. Freeze or Dr. Freeze? It's Mr. Freeze, right? Mr. Freeze. Yeah, well, Mr. Freeze is his villain name, but yeah, Doctor Freeze Rise is his actual name. Well, honestly, even, honestly, his story is sad. Though we were thinking about it, like that would—I mean, Gary probably said it before, but like that would relate to a lot of people, though. If if you think about his story, yeah, yeah. So I feel as though Mr. Freeze, would, you know, hit story-wise. Now, realistically, you know, try to freeze the whole entire world. Okay, maybe unrealistic, but like. That would be pretty cool, you know. Poison Ivy, like I said, I feel so. A lot of these bad villains that were introduced in the early—not introduced, but like they were in the early Batman movies—have reappeared, you know, ten years later. So I feel so. Those are the early villains right now, to you know, to, that you know, kind of have to be like, you know, in a way brought back. And obviously, she's better actors this time <laughs> because artist Schwarzenegger, big artist Schwarzenegger, playing Mister Freeze, like. What? I mean, you could give it to Arnold Schwarzenegger. He at least enjoyed doing that movie. <laughs> he did. He at least looked like he was having a lot of fun. He did. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Mr. Freeze is one of my favorite villains. And I think, yeah, there's definitely that like really good tragedy uh, part of his backstory that I think would um, fit really well in, in this kind of interpretation of like a film noir genre. Uh, Mr. Freeze is also pretty uh, well he's tied pretty close to the Court of Owls um, that could set up for them later but I don't want to like spoil anything 
I need to read that. I really need to read that. It's great. It's great. I highly recommend it. Um, I have I have the first issue that signed graded nine point eight. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that's that's what that's what got the Knights the V again. That's it's supposed to be featuring that. Well, later later in the later in the game later in the game. So now that we get so so us so Mister Freeze, would you now? Obviously, I would I would not have a team of Poison Ivy. Obviously, that would be that yeah, I wouldn't like that. Uh, Poison Ivy, I really, I really care for. Uh, I think what other Batman villains would, would be would, would be good. I I think the Mad Hatter would fit really well. Ooh. Um, uh, like like I said, I'm trying to think of more lesser like, known. I'd rather see lesser known, more street level villains that aren't like big magic powers. I forgot about the matter yeah, that I think could make a really creepy, dark film. And yeah, I definitely think the Mad Hatter would would be good for that. Um, I'm trying to. I'm actually like looking at the some '90s Batman villains. Honestly, mm-hmm. that that show was really really good. And I just look at the villains right there. That dude. The, see, see, but here's the thing: the Mad Hatter, though. Like, he's now. Like I said, he's the different from Joker, so like explain to people like who the Mad Hatter is for people that don't know, because you can definitely explain this better than I would. I'm I'm not 100% on his exact backstory, uh, but from my understanding, he's a guy who's obsessed with a girl named Alice. Um, I guess kind of like playing off of the Mad Hatter uh, Alice in Wonderland story, but he kind of uses um, like cards that he puts in in on on hats um, to like mind control people. So he's kind of like mind think, control. I think he yeah. mind controlled Batman one time to see his parents. I believe. Uh yeah, maybe. I think he. Yeah, did I, I haven't read too much on him of, of his books, um, but like I think he's in Streets of or not Streets of um, what is what is it called Gotham. Gotham Central. Uh, he's in that, I believe. And then uh, he was in the Arkham Asylum game, the video games. Uh, and I always thought they used him very well in that. But how would you, how would you feel if um, you got Man Bat? You have um, the Virtualogist and Scarface. Yeah, uh, I I think. Man Bat and Ventriloquist are a little bit too <laughs> too minor. I think if they were kind of like how Penguin in this movie was more of like a background villain, and then I'm going to assume they're going to use him more in the future. Uh, I would be fine with Man Bat. Well, maybe not Man Bat because I think that might be too um, like science fictiony. That I'd rather them lean into the uh, the film noir aspect of it. Um, but I think Scarface could be used well more as like a background secondary villain. Uh, Honestly, be, look, I think, I think, be, I think Mr. Fraser might be the best one as of right now. So there, there's uh, just, I mean, I, I see your point. Like I see what you're saying where, you know, it comes to, you know, lesser known villains, but at the same time though, Hollywood, <laughs> they want the, uh, the big bucks. Yeah. With the popularity rules. In today's world popularity yeah and like mr freeze wasn't a big villain 
I think really until Batman the Animated Series like revamped the way that. Well, that's uh, how that's how I, that's what introduced me to Batman was the show. That's like I, so I think I, told you, I think I talked about this before. A lot of these superheroes, I was introduced as a television show before I knew they were comic books. X Men, Superman, Batman, Captain America, Iron Man. Wonder Woman, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like it was all about the TV shows for me first. Then year, then like maybe a couple years later, I found out they were comic book people. Yeah. Um. So I guess kind of what I was saying about Mister Freeze. Uh. Like, uh, Paul Dini took a lesser-known villain and made him something great. That you know, I might doubt. Scarface being used in, in, in a movie, but uh, you know, maybe someone's interpretation of him like really becomes creepy and good. Like, I mean, puppets are creepy, so like maybe they could really lean into that, you know. It's back to the back to the horror movie aspect of uh, yeah, Batman. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see. I, I like, I, I really hey. like Mr. Freeze. It may, um, maybe 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 you'll get some notebook fans in there <laughs> because uh, they can relate to his story. <laughs> yeah, notebook fans will love that. But uh, you yeah, know, I think we touched on like almost everything. Like I said, it's like overall thoughts of the movie. Like I said, we both enjoyed it. It obviously, obviously could be obviously could have been could have been better. And I feel as though they will do that in the future. Like I said I feel as though they're gonna learn from this experience. And like I said. Hopefully we don't have another pandemic to get in the way of it. And I feel as though Robert Pattinson will only get better. I feel as though, like I said, I want to see more Bruce Wayne. And when we see Bruce Wayne, have him be a different character. I feel as though he, I feel as though he was like he was Batman the whole entire time in the film. Yeah, and like I didn't really care for Tenet that much. Um, I thought it was a really cool idea, and a lot of like the action scenes were cool, cool concepts. Uh, but I think Robert Pattinson like kind of stole the show in terms of uh, acting in that movie, where he kind of played the like more suave character that, like I know that he can do that role that I think would have been interesting to accent Batman. But, yeah, it has me really hopeful. I'm I'm excited to see what they do in future ones. You know, I definitely think they could have made it way worse, uh, but you know, it, it's a solid movie, solid entertaining movie. Yeah. I thousand percent agree with you on that. Like I said, you're the Batman guy, so like I definitely take your, I definitely really value your opinions. I really do. Except the whole Catwoman thing for you, for the Catwoman <laughs> thing, I hate you. For, I, I, I hate you. Other than that, though, I value your opinion. Just you know, don't talk, talk don't talk bad on my girl, um, Catwoman. Or else I'll never invite you to the show ever again. Okay. Because <laughs> you know that's very that's a very sensitive subject for me. All right. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, but no, man, no, Jesse. You know, once again, man, I do appreciate you joining me on this. Like I said, when I talk about super, like I said, I got it. One one day, I gotta talk super shit with you, uh, Maurice and Eric. I feel so that would be oh, and um, and Derek too. That would be an epic, epic discussion. Because like I said, all y'all are huge comic book heads. Like. I'm only learning as as I go along with this, but you guys are just like you know, geez, at this shit. Well, Eric and Eric and uh, Maurice, they, those are the OGs. So like, you you you'll probably have some competition with, with those guys right there. But like we that 
needs to happen. Like, I need to get all you guys on there for just one epic, you know, comic book discussion. I don't know what the topic will be. I don't know, but but actually, before we go, are you looking forward to to the other DC movies that are coming out this year? Uh, I'm trying to remember what else is coming out. Is it um... Black, Black Adam? Uh, Flash. Oh, I I no, Flash is gonna be terrible. Um, oh. I, did like, I did not like Ezra Miller at all. Uh, I thought he was terrible. <laughs> oh um, shit, that, that's the that's the story for a different day. Then holy shit, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he was not. That's not Flash. That is someone. That is Mar- that is a uh, cosplay Spider Man. Uh, Damn son. Yeah, cosplay Spider Man. Yeah, the, wow. DC was just trying to fill the Spider-Man role with that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, Black Adam, I, I never really read Shazam, so I don't really have any feelings towards Black Adam. I mean, I watched the movie. I thought it was fine. Aquaman. Aquaman's, Aquaman's towards the end of this year, though. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that one. Uh, I'll definitely get to see that one. Yeah. Shazam, Shazam, Shazam isn't until next year, though, so can't say anything about that for the time being. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, no, you're you're first. Like I said, I look forward to any superhero movie. Like I look forward to anything. Like I said, I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm not DC. Okay, do I like Marvel slightly more? Yes, because I like Spider Man. That's my favorite superhero, and I love X Men. But like overall, I'm like I'm not those people that's like I hate DC. I hate Marvel. I just love comic shit. That that's all. I, I that's all you really gotta say. But like I said, Jesse, once again, thank you for showing up on this podcast. Always have fun talking mm-hmm. with you on shit. And all you guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Now, if you did miss the show. This will be on my Facebook, Twitch, and uh, YouTube. The audio version will be coming out on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and where you guys get your audio podcasts from. And also, be sure uh, around 9.30 or... Well, depends on what time my pizza gets here. Around 9.30 or so, catch you on Twitch where I'll be streaming Elden Ring. Did you, uh, did you get Elden Ring? No, I'm going to wait till, uh till we get a PS4. Um, wait, wait, where's it getting PS4? I'm sorry, PS5. Um, oh Sam and I were going to get it as part of our anniversary gift, but um, couldn't find one, and then now we have the baby coming yeah. pretty Bro, soon. I, then. I think Bro, we're I just going to wait until uh, the baby's here, and we can kind of recoup our financial costs of the delivery. Bro, I got super lucky getting this PS5. I got super lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about I'm that. Jealous. <laughs> I, I'll, 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 let, me, let me end this podcast right before I make Jesse cry. Well, then again, actually, no, you hurt me when you talk about Cowboy. I'm, I'm going to hurt you right now talking about my PS5. I love my PS5. It just looks so beautiful right there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look, 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 look at this. Look at this, Jesse. Yeah, this has PS5 on it. Oh, <laughs> embrace it. Embrace Oh, oh, yeah. This guy's going to be talking about Cowboy right now. Oh, my God. Yes. I love it. Oh, you know, you know what? You, you, actually, yo, you know what? You know what? Look at this PS5 controller. Look, look at this blue PS5 controller. Look at this blue one. It's blue. It's blue. You know what? You know what? That is one. I got I got two. I got two. I, I got two. Two controllers? Control. Yeah, because oh, wow. uh it was uh it was so the what so pretty much to make a long story short, it was supposed to be a bundle. It was supposed to come with uh, an extra controller, three games, but he felt that that was gonna be a little bit too much for me to pay. So he just gave me the extra controller and a year warranty that came with it, and I paid like around like six hundred dollars. Oh you know, wow! Like, yeah, compared wow. to paying like around like eight hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, you know what I'm saying? So I was good. I was good on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was gonna say, yeah. So, don't, don't you ever, ever talk bad about my about my baby Catwoman ever again. Or else I'll just embrace the PS5 hate. I'll, I'll embrace the PS5 bring it on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. And I'll, so, yeah. So, anyway, so, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Like, really do appreciate it. Uh, Jesse, don't don't leave, Jesse, because when I end the stream, don't, doesn't mean that you leave. You still you still stay in there and talk to me, but, like, we'll just end the stream so that people won't be, you okay. know, but into our conversation. So, excuse me everybody so you guys like i said subscribe to the youtube follow me on twitch follow me on twitter follow my instagram like I said, all the links will be in the description below follow me on tiktok i'm on the tiktok bandwagon now you know guy you guys i gotta build you gotta go on any social media platform you can nowadays you know get famous <laughs> to, to, to get famous that's why I, 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 want, I want to be famous so anyways guys y'all have a good night be safe and also bless like it around 9 30 be sure to follow me on Twitch where I play Elden Ring for the first time and probably get my ass kicked. And oh, I'll yeah. Probably hate, you <laughs> and, I'll probably, and I'll probably hate the game. Can't wait. So anyways, everybody, y'all have a good night. Y'all be safe. Bye.